Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! It's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, accompanied by Mayor Perry White... Clark Kent returns to the apartment where he had left cub reporter Jimmy Olsen and Frederick the Tiny Man and makes a shocking discovery. Great Scott, look, Chief. Why, boy, that's Jim Olsen on the floor. He's unconscious. Great Caesar Kent. Is he? Is he? No, he's alive, Chief. But what happened to Freddy? Freddy? The, the midget? Yes. He's the key to the whole mystery. And now he's gone. Disappeared. There's a common phrase that's being kicked around in your house and mine more and more every day, and that is high cost of living. Sound familiar? I'll bet it does. I'm sure you've heard mother and dad mention it more often than once, and you will undoubtedly hear it many more times as the days go by. Now, just in case you're hazy on exactly what it means, let me give you a rough idea. It means that the cost of your clothes and food has gone up to a point where the family budget has become somewhat strained. Well, that's one of those things. And you can't be expected to increase the family income. But there are some things you can do to help. For instance, take better care of your clothes. When you come home from school, change into old clothes before you go out to play. Take care of your health, because doctors and medicines are expensive. Eat well, but don't waste. Take your full share, but eat all you take. Try not to ask mother and dad to buy you things you don't actually need. Make the best and the most of what you've got. Try to be more than usually careful of your school equipment, such as paper, pencils, and so forth. Make them last and go as far as you possibly can. Remember that all members of a family must pull together at a time like this. So do your share. And now, the adventures of Superman. Superman. 
Just before he died, Sir Hubert Clay, a world-famous mathematician and scientist, instructed his tiny companion, a three-foot midget named Frederick, to find Robert Archer, a former assistant, who, according to Sir Hubert, is the only man who can save the world from a terrible disaster which is scheduled to take place on February 1st. Clark Kent, who, unknown to all, is Superman, succeeded in contacting Robert Archer. But when Kent, Archer, and Mayor Perry White arrived at Kent's apartment, where the midget Frederick had been left with cub reporter Jimmy Olsen, they found Jimmy unconscious on the floor and Frederick missing. As we continue now, Kent has succeeded in reviving Jimmy. And while Mayor White and Robert Archer listen tensely, the boy reporter tells a strange story. Freddie and I were just getting ready to go to bed, Mr. Kent, when we heard these these heavy sort of limping footsteps out in the hall. Freddie said it was the boot. And the, the boot? The boot? Yeah. You know, that, that awful man who killed Sir Hubert Clay and was chasing Freddie all over the world. Yes, we know who the boot is, Jim. Was he here? I don't know. You don't know? But, but you just said that he was in the hall. Freddie said so, Mr. White. He said he recognized the steps. Oh, I see. Well, go on, Jim. What happened then? Well, then the doorbell rang. Uh-huh. I asked who it was, but nobody answered. Well, why didn't you phone us or the police at once? I started to, Chief. I started to call up Mr. Kent. Then I I heard a kind of hissing noise near the door. What? Like, like air escaping from a tire. Then the whole room started to go around. Uh-oh. I just blacked out. Well, naturally, that hissing noise Jim heard must have been the sound of knockout gas being shot into the room. Oh, dear, knockout dear. gas? Sure, the boot or whoever it was must have sent it into the room to knock out Jim and Freddy and prevent them from summoning help. Then he picked the lock, came in, put Freddy in the packing box, and went off with him. Oh, good heavens, that's, that's dreadful. Yeah, poor Freddy. The boot will finish him. Uh, now, wait, wait. It may not have been the boot. Oh, I'm afraid it was, Chief. We know he's been trailing Freddy all over the world to try to discover Sir Hubert Clay's secret. Yes, but uh, how did you know he was here, in your apartment? Well, he probably saw my personal notice in the papers addressed to Mr. Archer and figured Freddy must be with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that could be. I should have thought of that and arranged police protection for Freddy. Why, of course. What'll we do now, Mr. Kent? I can't prevent the disaster Sir Hubert said would take place on February the 1st unless I talk to Freddy and find out what it is. I know that. But Freddy doesn't know what it is, Mr. Archer. Oh, yes, he does, Jim. He does. No, he told me and Mr. Kenny doesn't know. He may not think he knows, but he does. Huh? Well, what do you mean by that? Well, that's what I want to know. Well, never mind that now. What we've got to do is find Freddy and bring him and Mr. Archer together. Look, Chief, you call Inspector Henderson and get him over here at once. Mr. Archer, you stay here. Don't go out alone, whatever you do. I'll be back later. Where are you going, Kent? I want to see Jansen, the building superintendent, first. Then I'll look for Freddy my way. So long. Ah, yes, Mr. Kent, come to think of it, they did see a man leave the building with the wooden box. You sure, Mr. Jansen? Yes, sir. A big man he was, and he had his coat collar turned up. Walked with a limp, too, he did. That's the man I want. Did you see where he went? Well, he got into a car with the box and drove away. North. Uh, No, 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 south, toward the boulevard. How long ago was this? Oh, quite a spell after supper. Long, about half past nine, it's... uh... All right, thanks, Jansen. Uh, Inspector Henderson will be here soon. Tell him what you told me, will you? Yes, sir. Thanks again. So long. Out of these clothes... (laughs) The boot has about two hours' start on me, but if he's still in his car with Freddy, I may be able to find him as Superman. There we are. All set. Now, up! 
and away! Leaping high into the starry night sky, Superman begins flashing over the great city like a meteor, coursing above the multitudinous streets and roads, his keen eyes searching the seemingly endless parade of vehicles below him. Farther he ranges and farther into the thinly settled outskirts of the vast metropolis, and then into the snow-covered countryside where the cars are few and far between on the icy highways. Finally, long past midnight, having failed to find the boot and his tiny captive, Superman resumes his disguise of Clark Kent and returns to his apartment. There he finds two police officers standing guard outside his door, while inside Jimmy Olsen is asleep. Robert Archer leaps anxiously to his feet as Kent enters. Well, Mr. Kent? No luck, Mr. Archer. Oh, dear, dear. Has Inspector Henderson been here? Yes, I, I told him what I knew, which is very little. So did Jim Olson. Good. He went back to police headquarters to direct the search. Uh, Mr. White went with him. Oh, I see. Well, maybe they'll have better luck than I did. I'm not very confident of that, Mr. Kent. The boot is extremely clever. As clever as he is dangerous. Well, that may be. But we hold the trump card. Unless I'm very much mistaken, the boot will walk into our hands. Oh, what do you mean? Just this. The boot is after Sir Hubert Clay's secret, whatever that is, and he thinks Freddy has the secret. He's right. The midget has the secret. Yes, but Freddy doesn't know he has it. And as I understand it, only you can obtain it from him in some way only you know, right? Uh, yes, but... Well, the boot will discover that and make a try for you. And when he does, no matter how clever he is, I promise you I'll get him. You're wrong, Mr. Kent. The boot doesn't need me to obtain Sir Hubert's secret. He doesn't? No. What? What you said, Freddy said... Now, that... look. Do you remember that equation Sir Hubert taught Freddy to repeat to me? X is to Freddy as Y is to Sari? That's it. Well, Sir Hubert thought that only I could interpret it and so be able to learn the secret. But that isn't true. What? One other man in the world can interpret the equation. Wait, Scott, who's that? The boot. What? Yes. The boot can interpret Sir Hubert's equation. Startled, Clark Kent stares at Robert Archer in dismay. His plan to trap the boot fallen apart like a house of cards. What will happen now? We'll be back in a moment for the stunning climax of today's episode. So keep listening. Say, did you remember to make your contribution to the March of Dimes today? Well, if you didn't, ask your folks right now to give you at least one dime to turn in when you go to school tomorrow. And don't forget to add a dime from your own allowance. It takes a good deal of money to conduct a war, and that goes for a war against disease, too. The fight against infantile paralysis, which is financed by the annual March of Dimes campaign, has begun to make inroads on the dread disease and is showing fine results. But the battle is yet far from won. It can't be a complete victory until infantile paralysis is made as extinct as the bubonic plague, for instance. So let's send our dimes marching off to war against polio. And now for a brief bulletin about the Superman contest. The speed with which the judges are forging ahead toward their goal is amazing. And it begins to look now as if my guess is going to become a reality. Yep, the pile of entries is rapidly melting and the list of winners is growing. Almost before you know it, we'll be again announcing the names of the 1,000 lucky boys and girls who will become the proud possessors of the 1,000 swell prizes. So keep listening.
now back to the adventures of Superman. Robert Archer, associate professor and former assistant to the late Sir Hubert Clay, has just told Clark Kent that the international conspirator known as the Boot can also interpret the strange equation taught by Sir Hubert to Freddy, his midget companion. But I don't understand, Mr. Archer. I thought Let that me you... explain, Mr. Kent. As you know, I was at one time Sir Hubert Clay's assistant. Yes? I've always kept a diary in which I recorded the work I was doing as well as any personal notes. Go on. Well, the other day, as you know, the boot appeared in Parkersville where I was teaching in the college. Yes, yes. I saw him on the campus and knew he was after me, so I ran home to my room to get my diary and escape. Well, when I got there, I found everything in my room pulled apart. And the diary was gone. Scott, you think the boot stole it? I'm positive he did because nothing else was taken. Uh Uh-oh. And now with that diary in his possession, the boot can learn Sir Hubert's secret from the midget chap, Freddy. Don't you see? Well, no, not quite. You said you didn't know the secret. How could it be in your diary? The actual secret isn't there, but the key to the equation is. What? The equation is, as you know, X is to Freddy as Y is to Sari. Yes? Well, Sari is identified in my diary. Who or what is Sari? Sari is a physician or faith healer whom Sir Hubert and I knew in the East and who did most of his work when his patient was under hypnosis. Hypnosis? Yes. Sir Hubert and I became quite friendly with Sari and he instructed us in the technique of hypnosis. So wait a minute, wait a minute, Mr. Archer. I think I'm beginning to get this. You think Sir Hubert confided his secret, whatever it is, to Freddy while Freddy was under hypnosis. Precisely, Mr. Kent. Well, now it adds up. Freddy, not knowing he had the secret, couldn't be made to reveal it except to you under hypnosis, right? Exactly. Oh, but what makes you think the boot knows who Sari is? Because the boot knew what Sir Hubert was working on. You see, at that time, he was the chief spy for the Nazi Farben Company. He followed us everywhere and has a detailed record of all our movements and friends. I see, but that... I I have an idea now what Sir Hubert's secret is, Mr. Kent. And if I'm right, and the boot succeeds in learning it from Freddy... Yes? Then the boot can and will control the world. What? Yes. It will be within his power to rule as absolute master. What does Archer mean? Is the tiny Frederick in the boot's hands? And can the boot learn Sir Hubert's amazing secret from him? We'll learn much more in tomorrow's exciting episode, fellows and girls. So be sure to listen. Tune in, same time, same station. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you will hear Tom Mix and his Ralston Straight Shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs> 